Hi, welcome back to the Lalo podcast. I have a guest today that I am so excited to speak with and for you all to hear the gems that he draws. I'm speaking with Highland. If I wouldn't have met him when I did, I definitely would have met him later in life because I genuinely believe we were meant to cross paths. When you guys listen to everything that we talk about, I promise you, you're going to walk away with something to carry into every day of your life. So let's get into episode three, Just Like Magic. Three, two, <laughs> boom. <laughs> How you doing though, for real? I've been doing good. good. Um, it's been uh, it's been such a busy season, but yeah. but starting to have some like times where I can like just kind of cut away. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jess and I are going on um vacation next month, Ooh. and it'll be our first vacation in, like two months no or way. two years, excuse me. Yeah. So where y'all going? That will be. I'm nosy. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, we're doing a very like. Gen X baby boomer thing. Nice. But okay. we're going on a cruise. <laughs> no, cruises my, are amazing. My friend just went on one for like a week and yeah. I was like so jealous. I was yeah. like, oh my God. So I went on, we yeah, we booked that. It's just mm-hmm. like a little uh five five night thing. Yeah. Going to uh Cosmel and yeah, Perfect. just some some, some Mexican you get places. Free alcohol, free uh-huh. I mean not free, but included. Yeah. Food, yeah. dancing, music. I would I would love to go on a cruise, but I'm terrified of the ocean. Like we, Honestly, yeah. the the older I get, the more terrified of the yeah. ocean I get. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a valid it's thing. It's crazy. It's overwhelming. Well, I what, guess, hold on. Well, so, so how are you? Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little tired. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. like in the best way possible because um, went from like not having like a job, being bored, nothing to do, to like life just picking up really yeah. fast and. It's been nice because I don't feel like I've worked this hard ever in my life. So it's been mm. it's been cool. It's rewarding, and I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah parties and in <laughs> that sense of rest and play are huge. So so much more valuable when you yeah. when you've worked yeah. really hard. You it know? makes it feel worth it. Yeah, and it brings like I feel like I have a passion and like an excitement for life again that I didn't have for a minute. That's yeah. just like I think like it's so easy to have like many. Uh, little mini burnouts yeah you know yeah. you have to have them though to bring yourself back you do absolutely i guess i should introduce you first because <laughs> we just jumped right into yeah, we it did. but you're do you do you like when i call you highland or matthew you uh, my family i don't care what they okay. i'll put you in that category you don't okay. you, whatever you want to call me highland feels more natural to me sure okay great because matthew feels I am so that. like i am that yeah yeah okay well this is highland and you are an artist yep. and a songwriter, producer. You play every instrument, right? You play guitar, drums. Plus the main ones. The main ones. Do you play bass? Um, I have played have? bass. I would not Dude. consider myself a bassist, but um, you could get through a song if you needed to. For sure, for sure. You're a genius. No, I'm like, really not. But... No, but you are, because like, okay, I have to give some background <laughs> for the guest. When I met your wife, Jessica, mm-hmm. I saw her and I was like, she's going to be my friend, like immediately. Yeah. And then she became my friend. She said the same thing about you. No way, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And <laughs> when she told me that you did music, she showed me um, like y'all's at the time what 
Highland was, like the yeah. purple and, and everything. I said, oh, man, this is probably like some rock band or like, <laughs> some, like heavy metal something. Oh, my God. And I immediately went home and I listened to your music and I was like, what in the world? You would never know that you were that incredible. No, OK, I'm not saying rock music is not incredible or metal is not incredible, but Russell, it was just a yeah. shock to my system because... I remember I listened to Married to the Game mm-hmm. and I cried. Oh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't know if it was because I was going oh. through a breakup at that time, but mm-hmm. and seeing where you were when yeah. I met her to where you are now has been like incredible to watch. And I'm proud and excited to kind of be a part of y'all's family in a way. You definitely are. Yeah. Thank you. And I think that time in Dallas was so sweet. And yeah. um, I'm so glad we Jess was the one that was like, I had not heard you sing. And yeah. she and she was like, you've got to hear this girl sing. <laughs> and then I did. And I was like, then it was just on my radar. I was like, we got to yeah. work together in the future. And so I'm so glad that that happened through Jess. Yeah. And so glad we were, we've stayed friends. And yeah. I, I love where you're going to. And Thank it's pretty, you. pretty incredible to watch as well. So, well, I apologize. Cause I am not an easy person to work with. Like, why you, is that? Why do you say that? I just feel like when you were like, Hey, like I want you to, you know, do background vocals on the oh, album yeah. or whatever. I take forever. No, like oh. I am slow slow i can tell i can always tell somebody's like inner pace because like that's my pace too that's honestly why it's hard to rest sometimes is because you're like did i work hard enough for me to feel like i can yeah but anyway so i can tell that you have like that inner thing as well that's it because uh you weren't you did not take a lot of time to do it no and and actually once you did once you like had the session and did it it was so quick. Really? Because well, yeah. I felt like you turned it around. I was like, took like a week and a half, I feel like, just to do background vocals. Yeah. Send them to you. Two days later, you're like, here it is. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I have never moved that fast in my entire life. Well, here's what happened during that time. Mm-hmm. I was finishing up the record and I just had all these like deadlines personally. Okay. okay. So it was kind of always like, oh my gosh, I got to actually finish this yeah. tonight. Yeah. So I just had, I was in that kind of rhythm yeah. where once I got them back from you, it was mm-hmm. like, keep it going yeah i want to ask you about that because how do you stay on deadlines like that is one of the i don't know if it's an adhd thing i don't mm. know thank god for vivance because if i didn't have it i yeah. would be a mess but i find that like deadlines don't exist like i can mm. set them mm-hmm. but i literally have to set 20 alarms throughout the day to like mm. make myself go so how do you stay on track with doing that that's a great question yeah i know i hate feeling um really backed up and overwhelmed. Mm. And so um, I will create like kind of bite sized amounts of things that I can actually like, I yeah. know that I can get done. Okay. Um, I think that if I was to put like just something really big on the deadline yeah, and not work backwards from it, yeah. that's been my thing is like, I, ha- I have to work backwards. Like okay. I have to know the big goal kind of set that one yeah. and then go like, uh, Here's my 30 steps and yeah. how I'll get there. So I, I'll know, say my deadline is December 1st. Yeah. I'll know mid-October, like, am I on track? Am mm. I not? Mm. I have to cut it up like that. So your big picture, you see the, is it the trees for the forest or the forest for the trees? I've always been, I've always been um, uh, confused by that yeah, one yeah. too, but I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm like a tree. Don't see the forest. <laughs> don't know where it is. But since you're talking about working backwards, how do you, okay, let me set it up like this. Your new album mm-hmm. has been incredible. I listened Thanks, to, can I tell you my favorite songs? Yes, please. Okay, TQ. Okay, yep. 
I think you probably got 12 plays in one day, like two weeks ago from me, because I play it all the time. Thank you. Hypnotize. Yeah. Definitely 10 out of 10. Um, the one with Jess, De- Daylight. Yeah, Till Daylight. Till yeah. Daylight. Yeah. Amazing. The whole album is incredible, but those are like my, like, the Thank one, you know, you. you have those songs that you go back to. So from the EP, the first one, the yeah. first, and to transitioning to this album, how do you feel? What's your life been like? How did mm. that happen? I want all the details. Yeah. I, uh, I write a lot of songs, but I don't end up putting out. Yeah. I, I, I definitely cut my millennialness. <laughs> makes me to where it's like you know super quality over quantity right i've actually had to learn how to not be okay with like a less polished product but but be a person that just has to go off like my first instincts like we're just going with that yeah and no it's going to be like it's going to be imperfect it's going to have uh you know things places where i'm like oh i don't know about that but you just can't I realize you can't make content like that anymore. Doesn't like, work because you got to be. You to go. Yeah, fast. And I do think I, I what I like about it. It's got its challenges, but what I like about it is it really makes you rely on your creativity, your mm. first instinct. Yeah. Which I tend to underplay a lot. I think, I, my, if anything, I think too much through. Mm. So the paralysis of analysis kind of thing, as Love Quincy it. Jones says. But yeah. Um, but all that to say, um, these songs are ones I lived with for a while I was still in that place of like if I'm going to put it on record I really want to make sure I believe in it yeah. and that uh, it has the time it takes to get it right Yeah, and all those songs had that mm-hmm. um, but uh, but yeah I think I think coming out of my, my first EP I, I just went okay obviously I'm in this big pop soul pop kind of yeah. like arena how do I yeah, a little yeah, R&B in there. There's pop, like so yeah. much. There's a like. There's some little tiny elements yeah. in different places. Um, how do I make something that really feels like my heart beat, my mm. soul? Like think like. What do I want to say that I know that I will be timeless? Like I, yeah. I'll, I'll be proud of this in like 20 years, yeah. hopefully. Um, I and think you I, should be. I, I I wanted to make a record like that. Yeah. You know, with that in mind. I think even because it it released earlier this year and. You can tell the intention behind like mm. each song, like where it's placed from beginning to end. Yeah. Like I don't get tired of listening to it from beginning to end. And oh, in fact, I restart it and my friends <laughs> are like, so dude, like, why are you still playing this? But it's that <laughs> good. Cause I don't, it's rare. I feel like not in a way of like, oh my God, like everybody sucks, but to have an album that you play like that. Like when I used to buy CDs yeah. and you like run an album to the ground, totally. I felt like that with yours. And I just wanted to know like the intention behind it, but I do want to back up a little bit more Yeah, where, man, I got so many questions. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with who I know. Chris Brown is like someone that you really oh, enjoy yeah. and like all these people, but like, where did you get your love of music from and the people you listen to? Honestly, um, I remember just being a really young kid. I, I went to my first concert when I was five. Mm. Um, and that's when I got like a, a live kind of picture yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I really, I remember that was like such a turning point. I yeah. went home. I only played drums at that time. I was just playing drums. So I, um, it made me just practice harder. And yeah. even from like, just as a young kid, it was like all I wanted to do. Mm. My mom and dad didn't push me into it. They yeah. just really kind of said, Hey, 
we're going to do our best to kind of like steer it, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, that I remember as a kid listening to like Whitney Houston and mm. Mariah Carey and Celine Dion and some of these, some of these arena pop yeah. kind of voices, huge soul voices, voices yeah. huge voices. And those, a lot of those records were made by uh, some of the same people, David Foster being one of them. Mm. And you start to see some of the, like the tetheredness. Yeah. I was like, well, cause really what drew me in was obviously they're, they're beautiful and have beautiful voices mm. as a kid. I'm, I'm thinking through this, but there was also just so much magic in the melody. Mm. So it was, it was melody first. And okay. then that's really what got me hooked on music. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, but saying that, I'm a drummer, so it's yeah. like there's there's so many different. It, yeah. it comes from all all the all the different angles, you know. Did you grow up in a musical family? My dad played drums. Okay, and oh, fun. Uh, um, you know, the church is is such a um mm. mixed basket, right? Yeah. But one of the things that was really cool about that time mm -hmm. was my dad played drums, and it was a smaller church, so they let me like be on stage yeah. with them. Yeah. So I was I was just watching. Everything. As a kid, I was watching everything and absorbing it. Yeah. I love that you brought the church up because my mom would always tell me, like, if you can learn how to sing like church hymns, church songs, gospel songs, Christian songs, you can learn anything because yeah. the main chords are there. The main like the structure yeah. is there. And then you can take it to a completely different level. And I remember totally. being a kid, like I would clean a church with my grandma at night and I would just she would clean and I would be on the mic like yeah. trying to sing but drums is such an interesting instrument to start off with first because it's like the heart of a song yeah where most people start off with like keyboard you know guitar and everything like mm -hmm. that so did you come where were you born salisbury uh north carolina so like what? a really small town yeah in in in, in north carolina in north carolina i yeah. never knew you were from north carolina yeah so that's where my like a little bit of my southern yeah draw comes from yeah what? for sure yeah. i definitely I, I always wondered how you ended up in Dallas, but I didn't think North Carolina. The moving story is so is it's like so long. It's so long, okay. and I won't even bore you with it. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm we're really glad we made it to Texas. Like okay. we, yeah. we love we love Texas. Do you want to be here in LA ever? You know, um, I love it here. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I think I think I want to be somewhere where I can have all four all seasons. It. That is so big because it, it's literally October and it's seventy six degrees yeah. outside. Yeah, which is yeah. a beautiful thing if yeah. you're if like if your hometown's Minnesota, like yeah, somewhere yeah. in Minnesota, it's and you're like it's freezing yeah. all the time. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's kind of. I even noticed like when it rains, it doesn't light. Like there's no lightning. There's barely thunder. It's just uh, rain. So it's like so different, and it it can be. I love the sun, but sometimes I'm like, man, I want a gloomy day. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Um. Okay, so moving from now, we're gonna speed up. A little bit yeah to where this new album has really i think opened up a lot for you like mm -hmm. i've seen you kind of go from like you disappeared for a little bit worked on the music and now once the album came out you had your billboard in new york <laughs> you've been listed on some really incredible lists as like an artist to listen to artist to watch and now you're here for the great reasons you went on tour all of these things how do you balance that like balance your life music your marriage all of the things like i want to be able to mm. take from you and learn how to do things like that well it's funny you should say that because um even the first time i met you like mm -hmm. we we actually talked about was it two old souls talking because we were talking about like <laughs> we we're breaking down like philosophy and stuff yeah um i love that so day. so yeah. i i love that 
because I, I glean a lot from you too. Mm. Um, okay, but how do I juggle it? Um, I mean, I I had to let go of this idea of balance, mm-hmm. and I don't mean. Um, here's what I like about the word balance mm-hmm. is like there's a there is, it shows that across many things you have to have a capacity for mm. it, and you're trying to not leave anything out yeah. or not let not underserve something or, or right but i think for me the only way for me to do it well is to try to be really present mm. to what's right in front of me yeah so like because what i started realizing is there were times where i'd spend four hours with my wife mm. but then there were times where we only spent an hour but it was just like there was something more magical about it that one hour. And what what was that it was just i was really i was trying to be really present yeah and she was too and mm. so we, we kind of open ourselves up to moments. Yeah. Whereas sometimes you can you can be sitting with somebody for four hours and never really connect. Absolutely. You know? You're like, why? What happened in right. these four hours? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and the people walk away. You may both in a relationship walk away going, I'm underfed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I so for me, it was just like, OK, no matter what I'm doing, I'm going to try to throw myself into it. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and be locked in. Yeah. That's and to have her support, I know, is like super Ugh. helpful. But I just think about you like you work so hard <laughs> like and so much and I just I find especially not being married not having anybody to call um <laughs> a little lonely but I have Max I love Max I have Max but I oh find... my god I love Max so much <laughs> you can have him he's, he's at the house my god but I find that like one of the I'm and we talked about this on the episode I just put out but the hardest thing that I've seen as like growing up is balancing my life but mm-hmm. i think balance is like such a i don't want to say it's a false idea because how do you actually balance the things that you care about and you're passionate about mm-hmm. and the things that you have to take care of and the things right. you have to do i just really feel like it's like you have to give and take and find the space so yeah what you said about that is is really great and there's just seasons where you have to give yourself a little more grace than others yeah. like there are certainly times where you need to get in the mirror and be like Hmm. you know, I got to pull it together and I got to, I got to yeah. do this thing. But there's other times where you just know this is the time to, to pull back yeah. and, and recharge because we don't, of course that gets talked about a lot, but just in terms of like viewing it and people's practice in their life, it's so a different, hard. it's a yeah, different thing. It's difficult. Um, um, I really want to talk about fear and fl- mm, putting yourself out there mm-hmm. because being music is so vulnerable and it's scary yeah. and it's intimidating and it's, so many people, so many areas, like you, it's just like uh, so many ideas, so many places you can go into, but mm-hmm. how did you find the confidence and the trust in yourself to put yourself out there in this space? I think it it was just, for lack of better terms, just like doing it. Mm. Um, mm. And I think what I realized along the way is when you can put out something that you know that there's flaws in it, yeah. you see like the, the imperfections, but then it does connect with somebody. Yeah. I start to feel more like I don't want to be selfish and yeah. and keep it in. So there's always that yin and yang inside of like, um, yeah, I'm really nervous to put it out, mm-hmm. but I also have, a, I also have a real fear of holding, trying like if I feel so, that I have magic yeah. holding on to it. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't, I'm kind of more scared of not not stewarding the yeah. what I feel like I have. Yeah. To, My mom always says give. it's like taking a big shit. 
Like, sorry. <laughs> but she always says, like, if you hold it in, you're going to be constipated Ooh. and you're literally going to feel like you that's where depression comes from. Because right. like, th- there's that saying that like depression is a lack of expression. But wow, I think fear is a big thing of just like, dude, you need some prune juice and just like get it yeah. out. You got to go go do it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's... Yeah. What would you say? Well, I don't know. If I'm the... <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right person. Cause for, as far as music goes, that's been my biggest obstacle. It's, it's like... getting over that fear and not even like fear. Well, for one, I have so many interests in life that I can't stick to one. Yeah. 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 And so that's a real thing. Yeah. It's like overwhelming. And I think people find me to be difficult to manage or I mean, I've been told this, but like, I love music. It's a passion Mm -hmm. for me. I've done it since I was a kid. I've been around it my whole life. Yeah. But I have moments where I'm like so into it. And then I have moments where I'm like, Ooh, this little thing is like calling me and like, how do I get back to it? And it's also um, so intense that I try to ignore it because I don't like the way that it makes me feel Uh. like it's almost like, I'll allude it to I'm trying to quit vaping. Like I mm-hmm. can't stop, but I love the way it makes me feel. And like with music, I know I'll never be able to stop, but yeah. it's, it makes me feel too deep sometimes. And I try to keep things surface. So I've, yeah. th- I think the fear for me has been letting go of a easy life, letting mm. go of a life that is, doesn't require too much for me. Interesting. And yeah. I don't know how to, explain it so i take all my other hobbies and all my other ideas that come a little more naturally and focus on that as opposed to the thing that requires more from me and yeah it's been laziness as well like i have to be (laughs) honest with myself like fear is also being a little lazy for me and also being um i don't really care about what people have to say because if i did i wouldn't be doing this podcast right right right. i care more about myself like facing myself yeah yeah that that's a big thing is like your inner self knows whether you've kept promises to yourself. Mm, right. So yeah. that, that goes back to what I was saying, even about like scheduling and stuff is like, yeah, that's why I, I don't put on a deadline that I just know is going to kill me. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. I was just talking about this, you know, because what it does then is like mm-hmm. when you don't hit it, <laughs> there's something inside you knew you weren't going to hit it yeah. to begin with. Right. Yeah. And then when you don't hit it, then you've lost, it's like another, you've lost faith in yourself and then Trust. your self-esteem yeah. goes down, right? Yeah, that's a prime example of like saying, I think, um, I don't know if people out there are like me, but like saying yes to too many things yeah. and thinking like, oh, I can do this, I can do that. And like at the end of the day, I'm like, why do you feel exhausted? Why do you feel overwhelmed? Because I'm the problem. <laughs> like <it's laughs> nobody else. I think even doing this podcast has taught me how to say no a little bit. Yeah. And I also, for you guys coming on, like I want y'all to feel comfortable and have trust in that I know what I'm doing, but I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> nobody, sometimes. Well, yeah. And the beautiful thing is, is that nobody knows what they're doing yeah. really. And, um, but you you do everything that you do with excellence. Oh, I've seen that. Thank you. So you don't, never have to worry about that. I appreciate it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I want to, I have like, I have so many things, but tour, what was that like for you? How did you feel about it? How do you feel about the direction you're heading and how long do you plan on performing this album? Um, I'm kind of doing like a last push of the album Mm -hmm. um it came out you know last october so like a year ago Mm -hmm. but um you know i feel like there's like two lives i'm sorry that was october yeah but 
it is crazy because it feels like yesterday. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, yeah. It's honestly, when I realized I was like, man, I, you know, I'm so glad I'm working on new music because yeah. I need it. But, Ooh. um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, anytime I get to play live mm-hmm. with those songs, I just, it's, it's so, it makes it feel complete to me. Yeah. Um, because when I'm writing songs, that's, that's what I'm envisioning. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning them live. Yeah. Um, and I think it was back to, that was my first thing that, real, saw. Yeah. that captured me in, in music. But, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll continue to play some live. I'm, I'm playing in, uh, a couple places, uh, in Texas mm-hmm. here at the end of the year. And, um, you know, this new direction I'm going, I'm actually like experimenting with a lot of country elements. What? So really? So yeah. So not like super twangy, but. It'll make sense when you hear it because no it'll way. still feel like me. Yeah, but it has but some it like. Is a, is it, it is a departure and going have, somewhere different. I wrote a song uh-huh. called State Lines and it was a country song. Okay. This is literally last month. <laughs> so no it's way. funny that you said that. I, I would never give it to anybody or like play it for you anyone. You better send it to me. If you hear it, you're going to be like Cortland. <laughs> <laughs> but I was with someone and they're like, you sound con- like you talk kind of country. And I was like, no, I don't. Like, no. And they're like, no, you do. And so I like wrote it and I was like, this is the worst country song ever. But I could see that for you because do you ever find people? Okay. So people I've played you for yeah. have said that you sound like, like a Justin Timberlake or oh, like a... Oh my gosh. Uh, they hear the Chris Brown in there, but definitely like a Justin Timberlake, yeah. like a, uh, who was that guy from not Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey. What is his name? Oh, uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Stapleton. Yes. Chris yeah. Stapleton. Um, Chris Jameson. I don't know if you mm-hmm. watched the voice, but he yeah. was on there. Like yeah, they yeah. all give me like, you have this like soul and pop. So I'm, I'm curious to hear what the country is going to give. Honestly, it's, it's more conceptual that I'm going country than anything okay. because, uh, um, one of the things that I really love about country music is that it's usually story based mm. and yeah. it feels like a new place for me to go even in songwriting. Yeah. Cause obviously my songs had story to them, but they weren't, they weren't that apparent in the, in, Your in the songs? story building. Incredible. When you told me you had this song, glory, hallelujah. I was like, okay, he's <laughs> <laughs> going Christian. Like, right, 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 right. But you literally, it was, so different like i don't think you understand how incredible your songwriting is and like to match up to it felt like like with the song that we did i was like dang i don't know like if i'll be able to do it so if you're going you crushed it thank you but if you're going in that direction of like storytelling on the money because you're able to do it in a way that's so metaphorical and so like um, you see yourself in the song, like totally. Boys of the Summer. When you said Hennessy, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> been there, done that." Uh-huh, but uh-huh. do you have a lot of people like in your ear or in your around you, kind of guiding you or telling you what direction to go in, or are you kind of just winging it yourself? There's always a lot of of winging it mm-hmm. um, involved, uh, as you know, you yeah. know. But I, I did have um, a conversation with. Uh, my manager who was just asking me questions mm. and I think, I think he's, he's the one who was like, Hey, you should, you should just try it. Really? Just see, just see what happens. And, uh, so I did. And then I started going, wow, I really love country, country yeah, music. And, yeah. um, 
if everything started to feel right about it. Mm-hmm. So I just kept going down that, that lane. Yeah. And so we're still kind of figuring it out, but mm-hmm. it's been fun. So I love that because I think your manager is supposed to be your biggest cheerleader and your best yeah. friend. And a lot of people get, you know, kind of stuck in situations where they feel like they have to turn into something. But right. One thing that you show, you taught me a lot very early on, like splice still have my subscription, oh, like, a bunch of best. things yeah so what are like some tips and tricks that you have for artists that are mm. like coming in that when you learned you were like oh this makes my process this much easier or it helps me connect the dots or systems that you use or dot you know whatever it is that you think people absolutely have to have if they're doing music. yeah okay um i would say gets you um, a notepad going on your on your phone mm-hmm. that just has out like quarterly goals okay right mm. um and then have like uh a set amount of posts that you want to make content for okay. um have have the cities that you want to go play at mm. down right like and a then manifestation and then, thing yeah, yeah and also yeah. just in terms of like okay where do I have contacts at yeah uh, I don't have a context list, so let me build one. There's, you know, a lot of people have access to contact yeah. lists. So even getting in contact with them, then mm. it's just start to put structure on every single piece of it. How do it. you go about finding that? Like, um, uh, I would start by going to play one venue and mm. then, um, becoming friends with the other artists on that bill. Yeah. Okay. And then. One amazing thing about artists a lot of times today, which is so weird because it's not the environment I grew up in, mm-hmm. is they're so willing to willing to share secrets. Yeah. So like I've had people that I've gained a lot of like, uh, rather it was like, like my friends and I share audio subscriptions okay. just because yeah. it's like now that now I have like five or six of them and it's you like have so you're spending so much like you're spending so well, much yeah. and so it's like sharing is the way to go because mm-hmm. you can get have it on five devices right, but um. You know, just breaking breaking yearly goals down into quarters and mm-hmm. then into like, what do I want to get done this week? Mm-hmm. And um, just the ability to create structure on a micro level. Yeah. You know, I've always been a macro person. Mm. I've always been like, I see it down the road. Yeah. And yeah. so um, it's been like years of learning how to put structure in place mm. so that you can actually get from A to B, B yeah. to C, C to D, you know? Yeah. every time like i told like i called my friend the other day i said nobody told me this is what being 26 meant like i actually have to do stuff and actually have to have a plan and a goal and i don't mean to bring astrology into it guys i do it every time i love it sorry but i remember i did your chart and you're like all sagittarius oh yeah so like you are the type of person that's like i need knowledge i need adventure i need to see i need to like try (laughs) new things and to be able to like reel that in and be able to kind of make structure for yourself is important. And something that I really want to do in life is help other women that have ADHD. Like I do understand mm. that like my life is chaotic, but it doesn't mean it has to be. Yeah. And if you can be on this level and have had to spend years and like reining things in and, and finding that structure, anybody can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So moving into, I talked about fear a little bit with yeah. you, but as you're growing and getting bigger, are you afraid of what that looks like? Or do you feel like you're fully prepared for it? Like all the time you've spent working on your craft and building your craft, is that fear still even an element? Or are you like anxious to get there? Um, 
I lived anxious to get there for a long time. Mm. I think I've kind of gotten to a place where you can't just say this like it's actually something I'd ha- I've had to really learn. Yeah. Is I really am like just at a point of surrender mm. and, um, you know, just wanting to be present to the stuff that I'm involved in right here, right now. Yeah. Um, so I've learned, I've kind of like let go of, of that thing of like, I've got to get there. I've got to yeah. get there because I started, I started realizing like I'm, I'm spending my whole life just desiring for tomorrow and I yeah. do, I'm not even like awake to what's happening mm. today. And there's like mad, there's actually magic in today. Yeah. And when I think about t- tomorrow, it's with today's magic. Mm. So it's oh, like, you know, it's like, yeah. um, so I, it made, it made me kind of like jealous over the moments mm. that I'm just also watched people. I think I got tired of, of, I got over that fear of like, just putting yourself out there because I got tired of watching people who did this for much less time right <laughs> i know where you're going and they're just popping off dude yeah. and it's like what so obviously like the universe is trying to teach me something yeah. right yeah or or i'm gonna make it yeah i'm gonna make it to where it teaches me something yeah. um because one of the things i really started to really learn is like i feel like those people are more just yeah. in the moment yeah just like whatever. whatever like delusional like just like this is gonna yeah. work out for me i don't care and i i talked about that Again, on this past episode of like, um, I believe in luck. I believe in favor. I believe in blessings. Like you can work as hard as you want, but sometimes if you're standing in your own way of allowing life to unfold, what what do they have to give you? And I felt that same thing of like, dang, I know in different areas of my life, I'm not just speaking on on music, but I think ideas come down and they're given to multiple people. Yeah. And life is like, who's going to grab onto this idea and who's going to take it and make it something. And then when you see somebody else, you're like, dude, I just thought of that. That's right. You didn't even spend that much time on it that I did. And it's like, it, 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 there's a bit of anger in it, but you also understand like, okay, I've got to move faster. I've got to be more intentional. I've got to be more focused and in purpose. Um, but there are a lot of distractions out here and a lot of so like much things to get caught up in which leads me to my next question yeah how do you stay away from that because the, the music industry is like a little like there's a lot going on so you can get caught up in it or you can't so and, easily yeah, yeah so easily and i i would even i would even say for a, for most people that are really going after it, like it's it's pretty traumatic. Yeah, like mm. there's actually a lot of like little mini traumas in yeah. there because it's like, yeah, you know, we don't have to go into all that, mm-hmm. but it's just like, uh, you know, getting getting up and then getting down and then yeah. like that, just that shock to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I mean. I've wanted to get to a place. What was your question again? It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just that's like, my ADHD. Um, not getting um, distracted, but it kind of, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, do you mind if I include that in another question? Please. Um, something I spoke about on TikTok recently was that there's room for everybody and everybody has, yeah. you know, the ability to try, but in getting distracted, how do you also not, um, how long do you chase after your dream until you're finally like, okay, it's not going to happen for me. Like, right. do you feel, have you ever felt like, okay, if it's not happening in a year or two years, I've got to let it go. Or is this a lifelong journey for you? 
it's a lifelong journey for me, but mm-hmm. I have put my own times mm-hmm. on it just so that it makes me more deliberate with what mm-hmm. I'm doing at the, you know, it's crazy if you have a goal in December, what, what it'll change what you're doing in January yeah. or February, you know? Yeah. So, so there's definitely, uh, that, but I, I just, I should have given up by now, but I just can't. It's just yeah. like something in me um, that it's so far beyond like fame. Yeah. It's it's really like I know yeah. that I'm I'm supposed to be of service of this kind mm. and make an impact here in some way. Mm. Um, and now I'm just on this journey until yeah. I till I get there. Um, but I do bring it. I do bring it here. Yeah. a lot too to make me like I said be be really deliberate and realistic about everything. Yeah, yeah. But my wife, honestly, like she's another person that just like if I got to a point where of, of giving up, she'd be like, "You need to remember who you are," and she would what call me doing? back. <laughs> yeah, she would call me back yeah. into it. So, and it doesn't make for for an easier life, but it does make a more meaningful feeling mm. life. Mm. So you're like, even if, you know, you have like a good, I'm not saying this is going to happen, please universe. I'm not saying this, but even <laughs> if you have like a good 10 years run and yeah. then you're just like, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm yeah. done. You're okay with that for yourself. I'll know then. Yeah. I'll know then. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think, um, it won't be probably, probably decided by like some kind of metric. Mm. It'll just be my heart yeah. inside knows. Yeah. Cause that's all I've gone off of. And I, when I've gotten into trouble in my life emotionally and just all that, mm-hmm. it's been when I didn't listen to yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, mm. what do you feed yourself all the time? Like, what do you consume? What do you pay attention to? What do you, cause you're a pretty level-headed guy in my opinion. Every Thanks. time I've met you, <laughs> your voice really doesn't go over this decibel. Um, <laughs> to be fair. Like, um, and you seem to just, I don't know. Y'all are just great people. So what are you constantly consuming to stay inspired, but also stay um, a good person? Because it's rare. I've never asked you, like, do you have siblings? I don't know your life story. Because when I met y'all, I just felt like I don't need to know that because I already know they're good people. I know what you mean. Yeah, Yeah. I I get that. I have that same thing with with people. Uh, Certain people and you're one of them. Yeah, too. Thank you. Yeah, because Jess and I are very are very protective on who we allow in so mm-hmm. it um we're not flippant about that because it's important who, who who you really allow in yeah. um but um yeah what I, was your I, question I, <laughs> i'm so sorry I, this is my problem learning that i ask like five questions no, within no, like no. three but i really have to I'll, ask something yeah. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> Can we take a think, five minute break? Yes. Oh my God, I'm about to pee on my phone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good. So yeah, what do I consume? Yeah. What do you consume just to keep a level head and, and keep focus and keep perspective? You know, it's not so much for me what I consume, but it's making sure that I'm looking at what I'm consuming. Mm. And um, because it's no one thing, but I do make sure that like, Jess has been relentless on this. Um, and she's always been right about it. Um, but like having a cutoff time for your phone, mm-hmm. like help me. <laughs> and so it's like for, for work emails, it's like six Yeah, yeah. for like even Highland stuff. It's mm-hmm. like after seven. No, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean that I can't like grab my phone. It's not like a law rule, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is like 
saying like, okay, these last hours uh, before out. I'm going to sleep, um, I want to be unwinding yeah. and be present and be intentional with the moment. Mm. And I, f- those, uh, those are the hours I feel like seven and beyond where I find myself kind of like mindlessly scrolling, scrolling. Right. I think that's important because a lot of people that are like in the race of becoming whatever it is they want to become or leading to their the direction it's like i have to work 24 7 all day long like in the studio till four or five o'clock in the morning like just not giving themselves a break and do you find that you lose i mean obviously not because you had an incredible album but do you feel like when you shut your phone off at seven and i notice y'all both have your notifications off by that time so like i appreciate it because i'm like okay let me just send this to him tomorrow um do you find you lose time or appreciate that traction Um, no, I feel like it's, I've had the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. I feel like my, my, I'm actually in danger of working too hard, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because I think about days where I'm just like, I'm just going to take a day for me yeah. and just relax. Uh, those are days when I'm like, just finally stopping for five, six hours. Yeah. I'll actually get a song idea. Yeah. And it'll be um. one that just dropped in. So I actually feel again, like this more so mm. nervous, to, like I don't want to miss moments. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to work less hard because, you know, a clear mind brings yeah. more to you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There, there's something about, there is something about letting go and letting things happen. Yeah. Um, especially if your ten your tendency is to control it and try to like, absolutely. I have life by straight jacket and it's still breaking out of it, <laughs> but I think <laughs> it's a cool thing. Yeah. Like we're all figuring out, yeah. we're all just like taking it one day at a time. I've never asked this question on the three episodes that I have now, but I do want to know, like in agreeing to do this because yeah. you were the, fr- I made a list of my guests at first, you were the third one. So it worked out that this happened wow. and I wanted like, do you have anything on your mind or wherever you are in life that you feel like you just need to speak about it and not create about it, but kind of just get off your chest in a way. I think that I definitely got to a place and I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there who, who are at this place and may not even know it. Mm -hmm. Just the crisis fatigue. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Yeah. And if you, if you are like a, an empathetic person, Mm -hmm. um, Believe it or not, you have to have boundaries on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like, but the but the world's falling apart, and I need to help. There's yeah. the, there's that thing, but the reality is, is that you you can only help as Much healthy as, you, as yeah. you are. Yeah. So I I got to a place where I was just like, why do why is it that this is really terrible, mm-hmm. and that I I feel apathetic, and I think it's because a lot of us just have crisis fatigue. Yeah. I mean, come out of the, of what what's happening in 2020 and but also like millennials you know yeah. they've just been through some stuff so much non-stop i, I don't want to like yeah pity party it's not like that but it is recognizing Absolutely. like we've had some really shocking shifting stuff yeah. that we've had to deal with Since right 2008 yes. until now yes. it's been back to back to back to back and i think it's just like we are all have to, we all have to be so delusional. Yeah. And I actually had a conversation with my friend about this the other day because there are certain things that I want to talk about and certain things that I want to bring up, but I also feel very desensitized to right. like what's going on. Like I am on TikTok watching certain things that 
I should be freaking out and I feel bad. Like I'm like empathetic to it and like I can't sleep at night and I just doom scroll everything. But at the same time, it's like, how do I show up to work? Right. Like, why are you asking me about an email when like all of this is going on in life? Like, how do do I, I feel guilty for having fun with my friends when like all of this is going on. And I think you saying like taking a step back is a privilege for sure, but it's, we are all like, that's why I'm so adamant on laying low, taking care of yourself, enjoying life, like doing whatever we can, because we have gone through what, almost four years now of just trauma like yeah back to back to legit back to back. yeah what do you do to do that like how do you lay low what's your what's your your vibe outside of working on music yeah it's it's definitely i love watching movies movies um, have you love... ever thought about acting yeah i'm just terrible at it no you're not i, I, I really am you're really good at it <laughs> i promise I, you I should suck. try it i'll try it i i'll try it again it's been a long time yeah but um but yeah, movies are definitely an escape for me mm-hmm. uh, because I really only f- I think a lot about the music and um, yeah. uh, and that musically for me is an escape because right. pop is so like just like format yeah. formatted to three three minutes. It's mm-hmm. got it the chorus and thirty, yeah. you know, all this stuff. Uh, to where music fil- like score score stuff on films mm-hmm. are is like just feels like a magical escape for me but yeah. um I see that for you but uh honestly like i've i fall in love with sleeping again sleeping i love sleeping um Ooh. and getting honestly for me i feel like the magic number for me is like eight hours eight if i can hours? get hours i'm like really, really? good um and why why is that like a lot that's like a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like right now i think i'm a good i hate to say this i was up at three this morning like three to four hours max wow and, and you can, but you obviously can function like that well i don't know if you walked in my house today you'd be like Cortland. <laughs> are you okay but i can get my life done yeah but i think like six hours six seven is good but once i hit like past seven it's 10 to 12 like i can't yeah i can't get up that yeah that yeah mm. but i also love um you know i love cooking is like su- super really? therapeutic to me yeah you can cook I can cook pretty well. My wife um, is awesome too. So yeah. we, we sometimes cook together, but um, it's the most fun when like I'm doing it and I'm preparing her something yeah. or whatever, vice versa. Oh my God. Um, but that, yeah, that's <laughs> like the, those are like my escapes. Your escapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And um, moving back to kind of like uh, taking a step back from what's going on in the world. I don't know if this is a question that you are comfortable answering, but do you feel like as someone who is an artist and a lot of people love your music, do you feel a responsibility to speak up on those things? Or do you feel like you can kind of tell people like, it's okay to sometimes not have anything to say and to just allow life to happen and not be a part of it? I think what I've realized and what I want to communicate is that if someone's not posting about like an issue, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that they don't feel an obligation to speak on it. Mm-hmm. I just, for me personally, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I really don't love social media for that play for that. I agree. Um, but I love when other people do it right. and everybody should follow their, that template, the, 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 everybody should set sail to what they think in yeah. their heart. But I just know for me, I would much rather do it on a forum like this. Exactly. Uh, or or just like 
conversations with my community mm. that like my friends exactly because i feel like yeah. that, that i feel like that's lost it's like it brings so much more because yeah. it's spreading it in a real in real time like in a real way that you can actually discuss it past just posting a graphic on a hundred percent yeah i started i started realizing that people out if you realize that people out there know mm-hmm. you way more than your close friends. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, and, and I actually don't even think if you're interested in like shifting culture, yeah. shifting mindset, uh, the best place to learn that mm-hmm. is by sharing it with your community. Yes, Cause I'll give you real time feedback. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And you, what you realize is there's holes in your thought process mm-hmm. and they'll, and you can, you can learn from you can so take... many different people. Yeah. Cause I think when I, you know, get on TikTok and I, and I see these things, like certain things I would love to talk about, but my goal was like, let's put certain things down and go talk to your friends, talk about what's going <clears> on <throat> because it takes my friends sometimes coming to me and be like, did you see like what's going on? And they have to break it down because many times I'm like, I saw it, but I don't have the capacity right. to watch about it. You've got to talk to the people around you because when it's all said and done, those are the people that are going to be there to be able to support you through it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what I just I'm in this like battle between like I want to be connected, but I also just want to be so naive and yeah. just like free from from everything that's going on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would. It's so hard because for a long time, I'm like, we can't just like exit out of the conversation mm-hmm. And play dumb for years on at a time, mm-hmm. but I feel like we lie to ourselves because really, a lot of times, what our soul needs is like even just a month of it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and mm-hmm. that's what I started to realize is I was like, this burnout thing you can keep yourself from by yeah. just taking small windows of time. Yeah. And sometimes, some people don't have a full day. They don't of rest. Like, no. are, it feels like the world's not built that way anymore. It's not like. Isn't it crazy how it shifted? Like I work a nine to five. It's become a nine to nine. Yep. And then from there, it's like doing this and, you know, finding ways to like still include friends and still include other things. Like we don't have space and time. I think we're all doing things to work to being able to have a, have freedom because it's not free. Freedom is not free. Right. But, um, it's really sad. Like we don't have the space and the time to get get there. Yeah. When When we grew up, it did feel like it was like Saturday and Sunday is the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, not only, not only is it the 99, mm-hmm. but then it's like, you're, you kind of feel like on call with stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. all you need is one person in, in a company to be that guy that starts emailing everybody at nine, 10 o'clock. And then everybody, and then yeah, it just, everybody starts falling into it. I don't want to talk about my job. I don't know if they look at my Instagram, but I gotta <laughs> say, y'all got to leave me alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. But moving forward, you talked about like the new music that yeah. you're working on country um, esque ish, maybe elements of it. Yeah. What else do you see for yourself? I don't want to ask you your five year plan because I know life doesn't work like that all the time. Right. You're just taking it day by day. But without giving away your entire manifestation board, what do you see for yourself in the next few years? I would love to get to a place where. Uh, with the publishing and the songs like to where there's like residual income to where it's you know your songs making money for you yeah yeah uh, in the long in just the long term Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I really want to get into composing for films um, down the road. I love that. But I almost want it to be... I almost want it to be something I don't go like go after, mm. but just like I feel like if I can just get in, yeah, then there. then it then that that opportunity can come, you know. I want to say something, but I'm yeah. scared. Say it. <laughs> no, because I don't want to jinx it. Say it. <laughs> I don't know. I have this like love of film and cameras. I'm going back to film school, so wow, just to like learn how cameras work. And wow, you know would be really cool. I'm really into like documentaries, especially about people of color doing like things that are out of the ordinary, like. Mm-hmm surfers um skaters like just making great documentaries and i know it's not a film in that way but like imagine you composing for one of my documentaries oh i, I would know. i would love I to i would yeah. love to yeah i really yeah i'm really passionate about that i i love i think part of why it's an escape too is mm-hmm. that you don't have to worry about lyrics mm. all you have to worry about is what the melodies are saying yeah. you know, the textures are saying yeah and really like how do we th- how do we say what the movie's saying? Absolutely. Or the film, you know. Speak so. for it in a yeah, way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, my last um, question, I really have two, but we're running out of time. It's my <laughs> fault. But um, no. Speaking on residuals, one of a really big um, obstacle in the music industry, and I don't think a lot of people recognize, is making money. Sometimes mm-hmm. you spend more money than you make before you get to that point. What do you think artists can do to support that goal of yours to be able to, you know? receive residuals in a few years um make sure that you can pitch your songs to say you have 50 and you're like all right only 10 made the record mm-hmm. um be sharing those songs with other songwriters mm-hmm. you know all it takes is like i've really realized in this season like you're you really are one to two people away from anybody yeah. mm-hmm. like it really is true it's connect yeah yeah right there. so yeah just having a spider web of of where your songs are at and where, yeah. the, where they're going, where they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then don't be afraid to, to like do like side hustles. Like mm. um, I still like uh, work at, on the weekends, like at a church. Oh, and nice. yeah. Um, so yeah, ha- having things that can bring you income on the side yeah. uh, and that can fuel your, your yeah. career is huge. You do have you to have feel that. like the industry mm. itself can make changes to help people make money from this they a lot of rules need to change i mean um the pay structure of streaming has the change it's not like it's never going to go back to the way it was yeah so people should stop being nostalgic about it even though like i'm nostalgic about it every day (laughs) the real the reality is is that we need just a a new way to think about how we're going to make money yeah uh off of streaming Mm. uh or or just your brand in general. Like yeah. the, the music industry is going to, I feel like there's a lot of shifts that are going to happen over the next mm. five years that that have needed to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously by the law, we can't do a writer strike. We can't yeah. do an actor strike. But I think you guys can kind of show up in different spaces and somebody come up with a plan and everybody yeah. follow along with it and say, hey, we're not going to receive 0.0001% of whatever stream we have. That's not acceptable any longer right and everybody like band together i don't know who that's gonna be come up with the idea i'll support you guys and, <laughs> yeah and, and make sure to do that for sure all it, honestly i feel like if a couple of like the people at the very top tier did yeah. it it would definitely start a conversation perfect yeah do you mind if um 
when your next album comes out, you come back and do this again. Oh, of course. I look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Cortland. I really appreciate it. I I always love talking (laughs) to you. It's been great. I know. I ask you like question after question after question, but you have a lot to dig into and I'm intrigued and I'm thankful to have you. And I'm excited to see you go forward. And your album is called, is it Akabani? Akabini. Yeah. Akabini. Yeah. Incredible. I'm looking Thank at the you. camera. Y'all have got to go listen to it. I'm telling you, I'm going to put a little snippet in here um, and uh, check it out. Check out Highland on Instagram at H-Y-L. Like, yeah, H-Y-L-Y. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that. Like, I'm like, where is it? H-Y-L-Y-N-D. Yeah, that's right. On Instagram, on TikTok. <clears throat> and I'm so excited to see where you go. And I'm Thanks. glad to be a part of your life. Same, same back at you, sis. Thank For real. You. Bye. Bye. <laughs>